once said, when you recover or discover something that nourishes your soul and brings joy, care enough about yourself to make room for it in your life. Today, we continue our series on relentless joy and talk about the joy in caring for yourself. There you go. I love it. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am just one of the people on this podcast, Michael Smalley, along with my wife. Amy Smalley. And we are both here. We're both here. This is going to be a good day because today we have rejoined and connected in joy with each other and loving each other and going away from each other and rejoicing grouping and coming back. That's right. All in a short amount of time. I had a slight meltdown this morning, probably because we're doing a show on joy and I just wasn't feeling a lot of joy (laughs) in my life. Yeah. And I, and, and, but so we already got to live some of this stuff out. That's right. We did. We had to take ownership. That's good. Well, by we, I mean me. And you've been up since one, two, Two. one thirty, maybe. Oh, something like that. Yeah. That was, yeah. I know. So, the distraction of the day. Ooh, all and right. you're going to want to listen to this episode, folks, because joy is important, and caring for yourself mm-hmm. or self care, which I don't like that, or the term Christian hedonism. <laughs> he wanted to make that the title so bad, and I was like, that just doesn't seem right. I, I just know. don't know if it, I like that. It gets or, people's attention, but it doesn't like it doesn't make sense good. to me I either. Know. But you've you've we talked I'm, it through. And I'm yeah, hoping I, I, I get it. I will be able to that you will get it and that you will be on board. And by the time I post this podcast, I will change the title. I Just don't know. kidding. Uh, so our distraction of the day, okay. which is something really weird or funny or mm-hmm. interesting or good. You don't know. Yeah. But it's basically a test. I don't know if I'm going to laugh. I'm going to cry. Or I'm going to feel educated freaked or freaked out. So what's the weirdest crime ring ever busted? You know, like grandma's like, knitting ring. Grandma's knitting ring. They that go would be pretty weird. To a quilting ring that they <laughs> quilt stolen or fake cash in their quilts, quilts. and then they they Smuggle ship it. them to yeah, overseas yeah, to hide the money. That would definitely be weird. You're wrong. No. No, that's not it. But I'm telling you, it is the weirdest crime ring ever. And we And it's a legit thing. Yeah. And they were busted. This happened. All right. Okay. It's up in Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Those Canadians are crazy. Now, for our honoring news of the day, which if anyone is judging me on this segment that I have called honoring news of the day, I do that in honor of my father. That's right. Honor was his big, you know, his Honor God and others. Yeah, it was honor one. That's it. Which I loved when he'd get like road rage. (laughs) Zooming past someone honking, honor one. (laughs) It's number one, not right now. (laughs) So from the Good News Network, here's the here's the title. Because remember, people, there are good things in the world. Right. Generosity pays. There's some big research coming out. Selfless people tend to make more money. What? Selfless. Selfless. Not selfish. Selfless. Selfless. What happens to those who behave unselfishly and make sacrifices for the sake of others? You might be surprised to hear that greed may not be the path to prosperity. 
According to an interdisciplinary study by researchers from Stockholm University, the Institute for Future Studies and the University of South Carolina, it was like a big thing, unselfish people tend to both receive higher salaries in Mm. comparison to more selfish people. The result is clear in both the American and the European data. The most unselfish people receive the highest salaries. And we also find this result over time. The people who are most generous at one point in time have the largest salary increases when researchers revisit them later in life, says Ah. Kimo Erickson, who is one of the researchers at the Center for Cultural Evolution at Stockholm. Generosity pays, even though, yeah. Well, I think the common old belief is, you know, selfish people probably make a lot of money. Ebenezer Scrooge, that's who I'm thinking of, you know? They don't. They don't. Selfless people. So that's the good news for the day. There you go. Uh, I love it. And head on over, folks, to smalleyinstitute.com. We are selling Pursue Oneness, Mm -hmm. seven key strategies to the relationship of your dreams for $9. Come on. So there's no excuse. I know. Get on board. Small Institute. Go to our website. Go find. There's also also articles and other cool stuff that's on there, too. All these podcasts. Yeah. So. I think shame and condemnation is a good sales technique. <laughs> I got a little, Not I got really. a little heavy-handed. Not Sarah. really. <laughs> so, also, if you are enjoying this podcast or you're watching us right now live on Facebook, let us know. Give us a like. Uh, leave a question in the comments. We'll address it. Um, but review and subscribe to the podcast. That helps us. And I'm going to keep saying that for every podcast. And then if you have a question, we have a 24-hour hotline. Hotline. And it's hot. (laughs) 903-392-0975. You can leave a voicemail with your question, with a review. You just want to hear your voice on our podcast. (laughs) I will put it on there. 903-392-0975. Okay. So here's... We're, we're in this series. It's the middle of the week. This is, what is it? Like Wednesday's hump day. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. And it's not in a sexual connotation no, either. No, it's just I learned that the that hard way. Yes. No. You're like, no, that is not what Wednesday is for. <laughs> so Every Wednesday, because you're about to I know. know. <laughs> hey. I'm just saying. I mean, like. Now I'm, now I'm imagining <laughs> it. Right now. Okay. So <laughs> we're on this series called Relentless Joy, Mm -hmm. because we want to have joy in our life. Yes. And today we've landed on the joy in caring for yourself, Matthew 22, 36 through 40. And I've said this a lot on Mm -hmm. our podcast, right? It's it's teacher, which is the most important Mm -hmm. commandment in the law of Moses. Jesus replies. He's there. He says. Lord, what's the most important thing? And then, of course, Jesus responds. You got to love God with everything you have, Mm -hmm. and you want to love your neighbor as You love yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what we're focusing in on today. And that is why caring for yourself, because in Ephesians 5, 28 and 29, that's another great sort of this idea of Christian hedonism. In the <laughs> yes. same way, husbands ought to love their wives as, as they love their own bodies. For mm-hmm. a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it. Yeah. Just as Christ cares for the church. I think sometimes we sometimes we forget 
to feed our own body. Sometimes we forget to give it rest. Sometimes we forget to do those things. And because we forget to do those things, we're not able to give them to other people. Exactly. Right? And so finding and experiencing joy in caring for yourself, and, and this is why this first little part is so important, mm-hmm. because there are good things we can do for our life and our relationships to get joy but if we don't understand what the heart needs to be behind what yes. we're doing, yes. we can get in a lot of trouble. Yes. And for me, self-care or caring for yourself can very easily and quickly lead to hedonism. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those exactly. big words. And so Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, it's the ethical theory that pleasure, like in the sense of the satisfaction of desires, is the highest good and proper aim of human life. So a hedonist mm-hmm. seeks his or her own pleasure mm-hmm. that like I need to be happy and I don't care what I have to do to be happy, feel happy. Oh. If I have to stomp you out, if I have to well, reject that, you. That remind, I mean, that reminds me of that's what the world says marriage is about. It's about hedonism. It's about yeah. what can you give me? Exactly. What can, you know, you, this doesn't give you me pleasure. Make, if you don't make me happy anymore, then I, you know, I, lo- I got to love myself. So because I need to love myself, then guess what? You're out. So that is right. super important. Yes. Do not allow self-care to turn into hedonism, mm-hmm. which is why I love John Piper. Actually, has a whole book on this. Yeah. And John Piper says, and the shortest description. So he's trying to help us understand what does Christian hedonism look like. Okay. The shortest description of Christian he- hedonism is God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Mm. So it's that whole thing we've been talking all week. Joy Mm -hmm. is coming from God. Mm -hmm. That's where you got to get it from. So if you're not plugged into an authentic relationship with God, well, yeah, your joy is probably going to be hedonistic. Your joy is probably going to be self-centered, and therefore it won't be lasting. I love, you're right. Absolutely. See? I love that. Okay, I'm getting on board. Now, okay. Can, all right, yes. Do the illustration because that was really good. I love this. So I found, yeah, John has a article on desiringgod.com, which, by the way, is a great resource. And this was one of the best descriptions of what he's trying to say when it comes to Christian hedonism. It mm-hmm. helped me this morning when I found it. <clears throat> and I did not bring water. Mm. I'm a genius. <laughs> so here, here's Piper again, but I think this will give you a really good word picture mm-hmm. on what we're trying to explain today. So as an illustration, it's my anniversary. I say to Noel, I'm going to take you out tonight because it's our 47th anniversary and spending the night with you would make me really happy, right? Yeah. Now, no wife has ever said, nor would Noel ever say, his wife, you are so selfish. All you think about is yourself. It makes you happy taking me out and spending the evening with me. Oh, wow, now you're happy. <laughs> right? People don't do that. But John investing in his wife, mm-hmm. valuing her, honoring her, taking her out, mm-hmm. also gives him pleasure. Mm-hmm. So serving others can... That's the Christian hedonist, is I find joy in obeying Christ's commands, mm-hmm. and and that's a good thing. That's okay. Like, I'm allowed, right? That's where freedom in Christ comes from. That's where joy comes from. So uh, he goes on to say here, 
It makes you happy. Oh, yeah. Why? Because if I pursue my full satisfaction in my wife, she is honored. So it is with God. If we are drawn to God because we want to spend time with God, if God is our treasure and our satisfaction, God is honored. This truth, God is most glorified in us or Christ is most magnified in us when we are most satisfied in him. This is not peripheral. This is not peripheral to the Christian life or peripheral, God, it's a hard word, (laughs) to the book of Philippians. This is right at the heart of what it means to be a believer, what it means to belong to Jesus Christ, what it means to treasure and trust Jesus Christ. This is not icing on the cake of Christianity. This is at the heart of Christianity. You know what? As you were reading that, I was coming up with, we're coming up with ideas for self-care. This is, if we think about it, the biggest piece of self-care. Because when our identity is in Christ and we're feeding that relationship with God, and I was like, that to me, I I love this Jeremiah 15, 16. It says, "In in your words, your words were found and I ate them. I like God saying, eat them in, drink them in. And your words became my joy, became a joy to me and the delight of my heart. For I called, for I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. That Jeremiah 15, 16 is thing, if we think about that it's a relationship and we need to feed it in and we need to drink it in. We need to, you know, I always thought, I mean, I grew up, I grew up in a, in a, like, we all kind of know if we're new in the faith or whatever, okay, Bible study is kind of important. It's kind of, a, it's kind of a big deal. But we don't, like, know that it's genuinely about a relationship and engaging in that. I think I, re- I can remember a time when I felt like just the conviction. I didn't – I thought the Holy Spirit was just a convictor. Just not – there's oh, no power in it. Yeah. There was no real relationship. It was just about the Holy Spirit was condemning me and shaming me. And God told me – I mean, I feel like Holy Spirit speaks to me like in little – like short little sentences, right? Kind of like you speak to people in short little sentences. (laughs) And there's short little sentences of, you know what I mean? That's okay. You know what? Don't bother. It's really like, don't bother. If you're not going to really see it as that this is a relationship that you have with me, and this is me coming to try to love you and empower you and to, you know, obedience is, is great and I love it, but it needs to come from a place of love. And until you feel the love of me, for me and with me, then you're not going to really see this as a joy and a delight. This is, you know, being able to study and engage in a relationship with God. That's one of the things that Michael and I, if I could think of another, I mean, we want to encourage your relationships, but we want to encourage the joy of following Christ and in authenticity freedom, and in freedom. You know, we should be increasing in our joy with God because we see our relationship with him throughout the day. We are empowered to do things that we wouldn't have done otherwise. We have peace that we wouldn't have otherwise. That joy of the Lord is our strength. That is something that is increasingly empowering and important. Well, I mean, that was this morning, right? I was tired, cranky. Uh, I have a total meltdown. It turns around when the normal thing for you, me, anybody is to engage in other people's dysfunction because mm-hmm. it's hurtful. And it's like, who are you? And you're a fighter. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to back down. And so that's natural. But it's unnatural to do what you did. 
right? For me to be a total poop head, and then you, it, like, and I, 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 like, left the house. <laughs> then I came back because then I found stains on my new sweater thing, and now I'm even angrier. I'm like, there's chili stains all over my shirt. <laughs> and I knew the entire time I was not doing it right, but I'm in the closet just furious, and you were kind. That's a Christ thing, right? I mean, we don't just naturally do healthy things. And the moment you started doing doing that Christ-like kindness going, this isn't you, and how can I love you, and what can I do for you in this moment, and all those kind of good things. Well, now, because what I tell you? I don't know, because I just started touching you. I said, I is, le- it, is this okay? And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> and then... I couldn't even get out the house, so I kind of shut our bedroom door, and then our young son, our youngest, uh, whatever, David, mm-hmm. was in the kitchen. I'd already attacked him thoroughly, and it was like I couldn't even get out of the house because that was such a blatantly loving, kind thing to do for me. I couldn't. I had every intention on getting out of the house, but I couldn't. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? And I apologized and took ownership of David, and then we mm-hmm. came in, and you were very receptive. Thank you. You weren't holding it over my head. No. But no. that's why, by the way, the, the the reason you want to care for yourself and how joy is a result of it is that, again, it's another choice we make to help increase the joy is caring for ourselves. And engaging in our relationship with God. Because I want to just want to tell you that was the first thing that I did. As I said, I'm going to go do my Bible study. You did. <laughs> I don't remember you yelling it. No, but I was oh. like, you know, I was like, I'm going downstairs. I'm going to do my Bible study because it wasn't oh, going right. well. It wasn't going well. And so I was like, I'm just going to go do that. And hopefully God will do something. I don't know. Yeah. And, Convict and, you? Well, no, no. It was more about me changing my my funk that I was in, too. I know. I just was going to get weird. And I thought, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> Could be a little too soon. <laughs> so... Caring for yourself is important, and we want to give you some good ideas. Let's do it. Here's some good ideas for self-care. And the first one I put down, it was in honor of you because you're a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Yes. One of your big self-care things is to what? Clean. That is sick. It it, it may be. That is the you're worst. Right. Well, okay, this is That's the- like, I'm going to treat myself today and go buy some socks. No, that doesn't count as a fun thing. But for you, cleaning is well, self-care. The part that is self-care is it's organ when I have so much going on and so much chaos going on, that's why cleaning is a good thing because I may not be able to address the chaos that's going on, but I can address the dishes in the sink or the dirty floor or the sticky counters or something like that. I may not be able to do that, you know, address the circumstances, but those but you're doing issues, something. I'm doing something. So yeah. Cause I need helps. to actually do something yeah. when I'm for me, self-care means many times to do something. Yeah. Well, I mean, for you, it's cleaning for me. It's heroin. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. It's not heroin. That <laughs> would be, be a for you? bad example. What would it be for you? For it's me? the next one. Uh, well, the ne- actually, the next one that we have, but you already talked yeah, about no, it, talked but about we're going to say it again. Because it goes with John Piper stuff. I know. I, wanna, right. I know. It was the right thing, but okay. I don't want to miss it again. Another idea for self-care, feed your relationship with God. That's, That's right. a great self-care thing. I'm telling you that in my own life, I am 46 years old. You know, I don't have that radical conversion. 45, but 
Yeah, why can I not get that right? How do I oh, mess wait, that up? No, You're wait. 46. I'm 45. Yeah. I you need to just let me believe it cuz then finally I'll be older than you. Yeah. And I'll believe it. Okay, but you don't when you're born, though, right? And then you'll figure it out at some point, right? I mean, are we going to switch? Because we've been married for almost 24 years. We actually say we're married for 24 years. We've kind of skipped it. I know, skipped ahead. So for me, I have only now just started that daily walk with God, like the reading and the meditating and the praying and the. Because I fought about, I fought against that, and I'm telling you, folks, it really does make a difference. Well, it and it's it starts out. It can start out as a discipline, but that discipline yeah. you've engaged in the discipline well, I have. and engaged in the relationship, and you've seen the fruit of it and the joy of and, it. And by the way, and the empowering of it. And don't let it become an idol. How weird is that? No, reading the Bible could absolutely become an idol. What can become like self, like promoting? It could be self righteousness. Self righteousness, yes. And if it turns into self righteousness, now we're in trouble. Right. So it's not that we should avoid a daily time with God in whatever way that you want to do that, people. Um, But we need to be careful why, and that's that's the thing with self care. Mm -hmm. And frankly, right, it can go right with anything. Exactly. You've learned a it new It can community. become hedonistic. Yeah. And not well, Christian hedonism, but reg- just regular no, old I, just hedonism. No, what I mean is <laughs> anything you learn, you just learned a new communication method. Mm-hmm. But what's your heart behind learning it? There you go. If your heart's messed up. Yeah. It's then not going to work. You're, yeah. You're going to use that communication tool to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because here's the next self-care one that I wanted to make sure all the fellas <laughs> was up. All the fellas... Get to hear this because this absolutely can be self care. It is for me. Sports shows, sports shows, it, oh, sports or people talking about sports. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely a care for myself kind of thing. When I get really stressed out, sometimes mm-hmm. I just I don't want to watch the news or I don't want to watch a mm-hmm. movie or I don't. I enjoy sports, so watching. And for sports the younger guys, and for the younger guys, it might be video, video games. games. Yeah, yeah, it might there's, be that. There's nothing wrong with it. Again. Why am I doing this? If I'm watching sports to avoid my wife, oh yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. If I'm watching right. sports because I'm irresponsible or whatever, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If my wife or children feel like me watching sports is more important than them, that's a I'm problem. Turning that into hedonism. that's a problem. Yeah. yeah, it just needs to be addressed. So you everything need, in yeah, balance. Absolutely right. I'm not giving guys permission to watch sports 24 hours a day. Yes, unless we're on a guys retreat. Yeah. <laughs> then we can do that that's right but watching sports could be uh i found this one by a lady uh tony bernhard she suggests i've not heard this before maybe i'm just late to the game no this is good but she calls it i active listen to myself so her favorite self-care strategy is based on active listening Mm -hmm. where you feed back to others their emotional pain by restating it in your own words you can actually do that with yourself Mm-hmm. So she will craft a phrase, something like um, two examples she has here. It's hard. So, so she might be feeling lonely over a weekend, mm-hmm. right? And just she's feeling lonely. What she has started doing internally and saying to herself, it's hard to feel lonely on the weekend, right? So like if you came to me as my wife mm-hmm. and said, man, I, you know, just maybe say, I just feel so lonely on the weekends. Yeah, the weekends, I just feel so lonely. Wow, it sounds like it's hard for you to feel lonely on the weekends. 
Yeah. Right? It's something like that. Right. We can do it with ourselves. I, I, as a Christian, we can do that with Scripture, and we can recognize that the people that are in Scripture, that that's what they did in a way. What they did was what David was doing in Psalms 23 is he was talking to the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's talking to himself, and he's saying he yeah. makes me let die, lie down in green pastures. He's leading me beside still waters. So he's basically saying, and he's speaking to himself. He's talking, and I think that that's the whole thing. Even like memorizing Scripture, why do people memorize Scripture? What is it? It's because this is the self-talk and yeah. the act of listening. And That's God, the voice you, you want in your head. That's the voice that you want in your head, is you want the those things to be able to, not because it's some legalistic thing of, oh, we just should do it because we should know scripture. It's no, because we need to be able to be encouraged and to be equipped with how do we battle the negativity and the the draining things that are that are going to naturally come to our this joy suckers. Yeah. And how do you get that? You engage in and be encouraged by people that have walked before you and what has God done in people's life before you and what does that look like and be encouraged by that. Yeah. Another good self-care technique or caring for oneself yeah. or Christian hedonism, <laughs> laugh. Yes. Laughter is a wonderful self-care technique. Nicholas Chamfort said, the most wasted of all days is one without laughter. That's a good one. So I would say, yeah, I would say you you do that's that really well. That's a big one for me. You do that really well, and I think I, I, I think that's actually something I've improved on. Well, yeah. oh, yesterday we were talking sure. about your cleaning, babe. Today, oh. on a scale to one to ten, oh. on a scale to one to ten, how well do you feel like that I either make you laugh or engage in laughter more? I would say when we started out marriage, because I was really kind of serious. Yeah. Um, yeah you almost were fun and playful, but you're right. Yeah. I was not as playful. Yeah, as you I had am. good I energy. I took life really, really seriously, and yeah. I'm still intense at you know. But yeah. I, where would you say on a scale of one to one to ten, where See, am I? I'm not let's say where I am. Being so negative at the beginning, like if you want to go like specifically with playful sarcasm mm -hmm. or playful humor. Yeah, playful humor. Then oh gosh, oh oh yeah, where were you? You were probably at a <laughs> two. That's okay. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. You're at like a nine point seven. <laughs> I'm really scared to answer that question right now. No, but no, no, no. I yeah, I'd give you at least to a seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it. I am still. Yeah. I, I don't know. get it, but well, well, a lot more I do. Right. And I and I'm able to relax more. I'm able to laugh at myself. I was not able to laugh at myself. Yeah. At that's a very a much at all. And that was like my our my family's thing was laughing at yourself and yeah. And that wasn't your thing. And and so yeah. You can still your family can still laugh at some pretty inappropriate things. Are you it's kidding? like you're not supposed to laugh. Do you know at that. David this morning because you know I went after him and threatened if you don't apply for a job i'm selling your computer if you don't get your car fixed i'm selling your i was like his poor computer if computers had feelings it would have been the most hurt this morning and that's true so but oh but i you know i apologize yeah I what was it. the humor I he said him. i know this is what's so funny so because sometimes we can be a little too soon right with yeah. our humor yeah not for a smally though could never be too soon. Really? Actually, the more quick it happens, <laughs> the more you're the like, yeah. The more, the more you're making it laugh. The happier. Okay. All so right. he said something 
after we hugged it out. Yeah. And I walked, I didn't even know where I was going. And I can't remember what he said, but it was funny and cute and sarcastic. And it was like about me, like, I are you, you know, I think I may have asked where something is. He goes, I don't know, but are you going to sell my computer? <laughs> if I don't do it, are you going to sell my computer? And I went, oh, I go, you are going to be okay. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's good. You gave another one uh, sleep. Sleep and rest. We yeah. need to be able to do that. I mean, we need to be able to lie down by green pastures. We need to be able to say, okay, God, you are putting this time in my life, and maybe I need to rest Yeah, and clear your calendar. Sometimes you just need to be active, too. Yeah. And that's okay. So you're feeling restless or... You're, you've got some anxiety, and you just need to get outside. I think another big last self-care kind of idea mm-hmm. would be nature. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Getting out, seeing, you know, we have water out here. That is huge for me. And getting into the mountains and all that kind of fun stuff. So those are just some ideas. But when it comes to joy, we're trying to tell you, caring for yourself matters. Yes. So you need to, you need to, your action item from this, podcast episode needs to be what are the things that I can be doing for caring for myself so that I have joy mm-hmm. so that I can love others yes. so that I can write that that's the kind of self-care that that we really want to do so absolutely do you remember the distraction of the day oh yeah the weirdest what is the, the weirdest crime ring crime ring ever okay. to get busted you have no. You went with grandmas and knitting. It got real weird. Sorry. Which would have won. That would have definitely. If they, been weird. Yeah, if that actually was a legit thing. Okay. Here is the. I don't look at. Ah. Uh. This is from a thing that's literally called the North Bay Bay News. Yeah. Why would they say that? I don't. Why know. don't they just say that? Oh. I have no idea why they would put Bay Bay twice, but they did, and I don't mean to shame them, but this is from the North Bay Bay News. Okay. Police. Uncover illegal what? raccoon fighting ring. What? what? Somebody raccoon fighting? is making money up in Canada <laughs> fighting raccoons. Fighting raccoons. So you know dog fighting. Well, yeah, and there's right? yeah, and like cock like, fighting. Oh, that yeah. like yeah, like chickens or whatever. What? There was what fighting? Like what chicken fighting. That, oh, chicken. It's, it's yeah, but it's called cock fighting. That's what it's called. You said it again. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I know it is. That's, I'm just and surprised. And it's illegal in, it in some states, but some places oh, it's, it's not. It's I don't think it is in Mexico. But just listen to this story. The North Bay Police, in cooperation with Ministry of Natural Resources, oh, have busted an illegal raccoon fighting ring in North that Bay. That is just weird. And this guy comes on, North Bay Police Sergeant Jeanette, uh, lady, maybe, I don't know, Lawrence, says, yes, I can confirm that the NBPS have disrupted an extensive raccoon fighting league. I didn't know that raccoons could I didn't do know that. that either. Like what's the how do you and how do you oh, oh well, well that's weird. Yeah. That's there, just weird. And there's been other ones that have been foiled in Canada. One was called Coon Clashes. <laughs> that was a raccoon fighting league. That sounds like that should be like somewhere in Arkansas. If you or find yourself <laughs> in a raccoon fight that's paying right. money. That's yeah. You need help. You do. You might also be doing heroin. Because <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Oh, man. That's bad. Chasing down the days of fear. 
Chasing down a dream before it disappeared I was aching to be somewhere near Your voice was all I heard I was shaking from a storm in me Haunted by the specters that we had to see Yeah, I wanted to be the melody Above the noise, above the hurt I was young